People have been hunting birds since the dawn of time. They've been hunted for food, for feathers, and more recently for pleasure and sport. People hunt many different types of birds for many different reasons. And you are about to hear some of the stories behind these reasons. This is the GoHuntBirds.com podcast. edition of the Go Hunt Birds podcast. I'm your host, Mark, and I got with me one Bobby Easter. What's going on, buddy? Well, you know, we're just uh, right in the thick of turkey season here. It's uh, mid-May. 15th of May is when this is recording. 16th is when it'll air. Uh, We're halfway through our season. Quebec season is going to wind up in another week, and then uh, we're going to really hammer the Ontario birds, hopefully, to finish it out. So, well, yeah, you guys, uh, well, yourself, you just got back from turkey camp. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so we, uh, we've been working it's been on it. It's been a while since you and I sat down, so we've got a lot to catch up on. <laughs> yeah, so uh, for those who know, we always do some turkey camps every spring. Uh, so we've been working on the outpost camp, but it just wasn't quite ready to uh, host out of yet. So we decided to rent a cottage for a couple of weeks. Uh, so that our guests that regularly come hunting with us uh, had a place to stay. And the reason why we did that is because, as those who follow know, Miss Kay and I just had a little baby, and we just didn't think it was you know, wise for the baby and for Miss Kay to be trying to deal with a bunch of people in and out of the house and all different times of day and trying to get a baby to sleep. and just wasn't going to make sense to do that. So we just, pulled, like yeah, we just pulled out of the Westmeath Beach House and just rented a cottage for a couple of weeks, made it easy for everybody. Um, now, was the cottage on the Quebec side? Yeah, just across the river. Oh, uh, nice. It's actually closer to where we actually do a lot of our hunting, so it saves a lot of driving in the morning. Uh, well, the know. pictures you showed me were really nice. The place, looks, place looks great. Yeah, it was a really nice spot. Um, belonged to a, a fellow that just lives out of town, so uh, got a pretty good rate on it. And it, like I said, it allowed us to to host our, our friends that kind of come from all over. So our first group of of folks that we're in was uh, my my good friend Ian McCleary. Uh, for those who know me well, know Ian and I work together, uh, and he is involved with Mossberg. And Ian brought up a couple folks from Mossberg to test out those new nine forty turkey guns. Right. So yeah, so they were here for three days. We had a great time. Uh, out of the eight tags that were purchased, five got filled. So uh, perfect. We had a couple of not misses, but a couple of uh, should have shots and didn't. So. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, so, uh, that was a great time. And then we moved on to a couple of our buddies that come regularly and hunt with us. Uh, Mark and Andrew came for a few days and the hunting was hard, man. Like, you know, we got within a lot of close birds, but no shot. Um, Andrew did get shooting at a Tom and he ended up, I don't know if he hit it. I wasn't on the hunt, but, uh, you know, he got a shot off, but 
kind of a Hail Mary shot. And then uh, Mark Trask got a sh- couple shots off, but uh, apparently the bird was kind of that, you know, wrong side of him. And it just wasn't a, it sounds like he probably rushed the shot, but again, I wasn't there. Um, so, right, right. Anyway. anyway, so those guys had a good time though. Um, you know, they're, they're regular platinum members of the club and they'll be back a few more times to uh, do some waterfowl hunting in the fall. So, um, well, the pictures look like you guys had a blast. Oh, we had a great time, man. So, you know, it's just hunting with your friends, right? Like, you know, and that's that's kind of the misconception a lot of times with go hunt birds. We get a lot of emails and, and messages of like, hey, you know, what's your daily rate? And we'd like to book a hunt with you. And it's it's we're not a guide service, man. Like, we're, we're a group of guys that hunt together. And we extend that to club members, you know. Um, so when I tell people what it costs, we'll call it the daily rate. Uh, for those who are, you know want to know, it's it's somewhere between five and seven hundred dollars a day. And when people think, "Oh my God, that's crazy," well, as you know, Bobby, you've been here a few times, and you remember, like you know what you get for that money. So, oh yeah, you know. yeah, no, there. Anyone that's ever been would never attest to that, or would it, they would attest to that? It's good food, drinks, camaraderie. It's well for me personally, and I. I think that it kind of goes for most people that are in my position i've got three kids at home uh i don't vacation i I can't remember the last time we went on one since pre-covid bullshit so for me to be able to go out there and spend that and enjoy a good like vacation getaway and get to hunt and get to see all my friends that are scattered across ontario or beyond you know, like we've got guys coming from New Brunswick and so yeah I uh I think that it's well it's definitely fairly priced but it's totally worth the money yeah and, and, it's and not it's, even about the money it's not even like, about the money yeah, exactly so you know those who get what we're doing have no qualms in paying what it costs and you know we basically just make a set price so that we can kind of know what our budget is um you know I've stressed many times Sasha and I don't draw wage from this company so it's uh, everything that goes into it goes into it. So yeah, so those boys left, and then I had uh, I had Sean Ripstra was up here. Sean is the media relations guy for East Hill Outdoors. So okay. for those who who know East Hill, um, Sean's been you know the guy that does their website and their online presence and that kind of stuff. So uh, him and his girlfriend came up here for two days, and and same thing. So they were only here for two days. Very first night, they passed on a Jake. It was right in the decoys. They, you know, could have shot it a hundred times, and then uh, they just decided, you know what, like, let's not shoot that. But then further going forward, uh, over the course of the weekend, Sean counted. He says we probably had close encounters with fourteen toms, uh, all that were within eighty yards or you know a little bit further out, but nothing within shooting range. Right. It's kind of frustrating for them to see so many close calls, but no actual shot presentation. So, uh, but nevertheless, uh, Sean's girlfriend Chelsea, who has shot one turkey before, but that was it. She had a great time. She got to see birds roost. You know, she had never done that before. She got to hunt under the roost in the morning and hear them gobbling in the trees. She never did that before. Um, you know, she kind of got to learn how to run and gun a bit, and uh, you know. For her, she said it was a really good learning experience. She got to see a lot of things that she wouldn't have normally got to see hunting with her boyfriend, and uh, you know had a great time. So that's awesome, man. And if it, if you can get a good learning experience out of a situation, man, shit, that's definitely worth the worth the sit 
it sucks that they didn't get any shots off. But like I know the way that you look at turkey hunting and how it's sort of well, it's like one of those things that it's like the most elite hunt you could do, and it's for like kind of a bird. And when you were talking earlier about you know rushed shots or missed shots, it's funny how you can wait so long for a tom to to get right on the doorstep and then you kind of like rush the shot like yeah you've waited that long already why not just wait a little bit longer yeah so after they left i was able to get out myself uh one morning and uh i roosted two toms and two hens and i got in in between them so the toms roosted one tom and a hen roosted on one side of me one tom and a hen roosted on the other side of me and I got right in between them and off the roost. Uh, that one tom came down out of range, but uh, just before that, a coyote came through the field. And I'm not lying to you; he was literally like, you know, maybe five feet from me. And when wow. he, when he got close to me, he winded me and ran. And then he stopped, and I should have shot him. I'm like, you know, after the fact, it's like, uh, you know, I should have shot, but but it was still dark, and you know, obviously the turkeys didn't see him, so he ran off. And uh, anyway, when the toms did come down. Mr. Coyote showed his face again and busted them. They they took off running. So, and of course he uh, was he was far enough away that I couldn't shoot at him. So anyway, it was uh, he probably just found like a field edge and sat in it. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of frustrating, but uh, anyway, this part of hunting too. So and then uh, Jean showed up here. Our good friend Jean from Laval was here for three days, and uh, Jean was able to fire on a turkey. Actually, should have shot two. We called two in, and he shot one, and then he just froze and didn't shoot the second one, and. I'm like, Sean, shoot again. And he just was like, uh, I don't know, I don't know. So uh, anyway, so the other turkey took off running, and I, I took a Hail Mary shot at it, but it was like 80 yards by that time. So just uh, probably should have saved my shell. But uh, anyway. Especially with the, with the price that they are now, anyways. Yeah, so, uh, but anyway, so we got we got on the board there. It, was, it had been a week straight without any birds down, so... So Jean came and broke the curse. Jean broke the curse. So, and it was actually on his birthday. Uh, he was here oh, for his perfect. birthday, so pretty cool. But anyway, so Jean uh, was able to to get us back on the board. And then uh, the last guests that were in were our friends uh, Jason and Nicole, who are uh, good members of ours. Jason runs a private duck club down in Chatham, and that's where we hunted canvasbacks back in the fall. So they were up here and... Uh, you know, they're, they're very proficient turkey hunters. When they arrived here, they had already been hunting turkeys this spring in Idaho, Michigan, uh, Washington, and then back to Ontario, and then here. And they they were able to fill all four Quebec tags. So between the oh, two between awesome. the two of them this spring, they've shot eighteen turkeys. Uh, so all, were they going to the Grand Slam then? Uh, no, they just they did just that's their thing. They like to turkey hunt. They travel on turkey hunt, so they've uh, they have done the Grand Slam before. They are the two. They're two of the only people that I know that have that have shot what's called the Canadian Slam, which is a Ontario bird, a Quebec bird, and a British Columbia bird. So, um, I guess I guess I maybe. So, so here's the thing with turkeys in in, in Canada. Uh, Ontario, British Columbia, and Quebec allow non-residents to hunt turkeys in the province. Uh, Manitoba and New Brunswick have turkey hunting, but you have to be a resident. So I guess by rights, uh, a, a, you know, a Manitoba resident could also hunt and, you know, kill a fourth bird in their home province. Same with somebody from New Brunswick. So, but... Uh, right now, isn't 
uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't um, New Brunswick just open up a turkey I season? I think this year or last year, yeah. And I believe it's a, a good lottery system. So, so um, anyway, but uh, pretty cool, man, to uh, have them up here again. Nicole tagged out her first morning. Jason shot a bird's first morning as well, and uh, he finished off second morning, his second time. So uh, Sasha also shot a bird that morning too. So that for the two days, the three days they were, they were here, um, and then the final morning they were here, I was out with Theo. And uh, so the th- in the three mornings they were here, we shot six toms. Um, and that's where we sit. We're at 15 toms for the season. Um, and yeah, so Theo and I came out, Theo came with me yesterday morning and, uh, he had been out with me a number of times turkey hunting, but never on a harvest, you know? So anyway, yeah, he, uh, came out, we got into the blind 20 minutes later, the Tom comes strolling in and he gobbled his whole way in the whole time and down he went. So. Oh, that's so cool. So awesome to do it in front of Theo too. Yeah. He was pretty pumped. And then he, you know, so, so he's like, so now what? I'm like, well, we're done, man. We did it. He's like, oh, cool. He's like, so, uh, can we go home and go back to bed? I'm like, yeah. So he jumps out and I'm like, let's go get the turkey. So we jump out of the blind, we go get the turkey, he checks it out. And then he's like, uh, he starts grabbing the decoys and picking them up. He's like, come on, dad, let's get going. <laughs> so pretty funny. Man. And then we, we went back to the camp and he was, he went and took a leak and went back to bed. He slept for like four hours. Wow. Poor little guy was tired. That's so cool, man. But yeah, so that's where we're at. And then uh, we have one more guest coming, our good friend Tony Cooper. Lots of you know Tony. We'll, should be here tomorrow. And we're going to hang out with her and hunt with her. And then uh, that'll be it for, for Quebec, basically. Uh, Tony will have two tags, and Sasha and I each have one left. And then that'll be it. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention uh, Liam Moore. I was here one day, too, one morning. So sorry, Liam, if you're listening to this. Uh, Liam was here, literally came rolled in late one night hunted for the morning and then left and we had a couple of close calls but he wasn't able to fire a shot so and now he lives the ways out yeah he lives in toronto and he's just that's why it was hard difficult for him to get up here he uh he he has a camp halfway to here so he was coming up to the camp to drop something off came hunting for the night or for the day and then left to go back somewhere else so well that's perfect though get Mm -hmm. away for the day and yeah so yeah so that's uh that's our season so far the hunting has been tough um hopefully it gets a little easier now uh the birds have been pretty hand up uh especially in the early part of the season like they just want nothing to do with the decoys they want nothing to do with calling uh we've tried you know with decoys without decoys hen decoy two hen decoys Jake decoy, fan, reaping, doesn't matter. We just, it's been tough. So, um, that's sort of what I've heard. That's well, and so that, yeah, I've heard that too. Uh, kind of different people that I know. And even the turkey contest entries, like, uh, for those who are listening that haven't seen that we've posted like the standings, there hasn't been a lot of entries. Uh, there have been some, but not, uh, not the ones I'm used to seeing. So, so if you are listening and you have shot a turkey and you are in the contest and you haven't entered a bird, like hello, get your get your entry in. But uh, yeah, oh definitely. You know, um, I need I need to get out personally. So yeah, well yeah. So tell me, you you did get out one morning though, right? Yeah, yeah, I got out one morning and uh, I just I had a buddy of mine that didn't have any of the gear or anything like that. He had a shotgun and we had been treating a bird, roosting a bird rather, um, pretty regularly throughout the week. 
uh, we put it to bed the night before and it actually happened to be roosted in the same tree that I shot my first turkey that it was roosted in that tree so when it came down and it came down the same way and just we didn't get a chance it just was gone it, it wanted nothing to do with the decoys and like you said two hens hit the ground in front of them and that was it yeah, like never they never follow off with chance. the ladies and that's it so well and that's just it and then now we haven't seen it and the property is really really kind of weird to hunt but yeah no i Myself, I've been really busy. Um, we just sold our house and bought another house a l- little bit up the road. It's actually two houses up the road, um, but it's twice the size of what I'm in now and got the garage and the car- carports and everything for my boats and my trailers. And awesome. we're pretty awesome. excited about that, but it, it has eaten up a lot of my, a lot of my season and I'm kind of, I'm getting a little bit bummed out for that always being the situation, but you know, life happens. Man. Well, you just got to plan these things a little better. That's all Bobby. So yeah, <laughs> well, it, it's funny though. Like it, it happened very quickly. Um, the house has been in the same family for God, 70 years. Um, it's a beautiful brick home, all updated on the inside, metal roof, brand new windows, like just exactly what we need on top of having a garage. And yeah finished basement with a bar which is i'm i'm pretty excited about that and i remember remember you kind of saying that that was really the only reason why you even listed your own house is because this one that you kind of always liked came for sale so yeah yeah and it's kind of funny how it how it happened but um i'm i'm glad it did and we everything went through properly and we move in on the 30th so I don't know, like i I work shift work right so i'm Mm -hmm. working and then i'm home trying to sleep and no, that's the 30th of May or the 30th of June? Uh, 30th of June. Right on. Cool. So well. I've still got a couple of chances to get out bird hunting. Um, I was invited out uh, with a buddy of mine, but he, he had to cancel. He got called into work. So um, that was that was for Tuesday. Yeah. Well, I know you've get you've kind of alluded that you might get up here at the end of the month. So that, that Yeah, was... yeah, I'm definitely going to still try and do that. Um, but yeah, after after Tony's here, that'll be it for guests for us. All of our guests that do hunt with us will have come and gone. Uh, Sasha and I still each have a tag in Quebec to fill, and uh, I still have two Ontario tags. So hopefully, going to try to get out tomorrow um, and fill one of those. So for me, you know what? It's it's not about filling tags for me personally anymore. Like you know, my season's already a success just by having a great turkey camp and, you know, all our friends coming to visit us. And uh, on top of that, being able to shoot a bird with my own with son with me has been a highlight. So um, unfortunately, Miss Kay can't get out this year. She's just too busy with the baby, and we try to make it work. And she just she's like, I just kind of just not going to try to do it this year. And hopefully next year she can uh, get back at it. So, But, yeah, that's basically what's going on here in Go Hunt Birds Land. So. Um, in Turkeyville. Turkeyville. Uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. Weather's starting to get good. Bugs are starting to get out. So Thermosel is front and center. Um, well, yeah, that was another thing that you would mention too. Like by the time I was getting up there, the bugs were going to be really bad. So you were hoping that I was tagged out before then. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't you get working on that? It's uh, you got 16 days to go, buddy. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to do my best. Um, and for those who are listening that, that haven't been out for a while or maybe haven't uh, made the effort or just whatever, I mean, you, you got 16 days. It's, uh, you know, make, make an effort and get out there. Long weekend's coming up, you know. 
You got an yeah, extra day off, true, maybe. Instead of, instead of staying up late and drinking, you know, get to bed early and get out and shoot a turkey. So. Yeah, I haven't been doing a lot of staying up late drinking, but staying up late working, that's oh. definitely been high on the priority list for sure. Yeah, I get it. So, uh, Any other thing you want to add before we, we call it a day? Um, I don't think so. I do want to kind of just revert back to what we were talking about earlier because I didn't want to put out any misstatements. But yeah, you're right. It says uh, turkeys in New Brunswick can only be hunted with a shotgun, bow, or crossbow. This year's licensed allotment is up from the last year's inaugural hunt. A randomized computer draw selected 400 applicants for the wild turkey hunt in 2001. 2020. So in all of New Brunswick, there was only 400 people hunting turkeys. And I think they have to be residents, I believe. Yeah, yeah. That, that's I, I believe you're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now that that's cleared up, I have nothing else I want to add. <laughs> cool. Well, let's, uh, let's close it off with, if you're listening to this podcast, again, I noticed the listenership is pretty steady. Uh, so if you are listening to this, thanks. Uh, you know, and, uh, if you're interested in sharing it, we would really appreciate it. So share it with a buddy. That's all we can do. Yeah. Right? You know, simple as that. Word of mouth. Hey, word, word of, yeah exactly so anyway bobby thanks for doing this again we'll uh we'll tee up again soon and we'll keep in touch and that's another edition of the go hunt birds podcast